Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is Super Bowl week. It's a perfect time to head out to on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. And talk to Super Bowl winning head coach Brian Billick, who joins us courtesy of Signal Relief. And coach, thank you as always for joining us. I do want to start with this. And uh, when you were uh, coaching the Ravens, Marvin Lewis eventually got a head coaching job. Of course, the Ravens are dealing with that right now. And uh, of course, uh, Mike McDonald getting a head coaching job. They replaced him with Zach Gore. But a lot of turnover in this coaching staff. How how difficult a process was that when you when you were losing uh, assistant coaches? Well, you always you always want to retain good people, uh, but but that's part of the flow of it, and and it's an opportunity. And and as I'm sure Coach Harbaugh has done, he's done a number of times during his tenure there. You you put coaches in the pipeline uh, for this very thing. You know, you try to help your coaches move on. If they do, it's probably because you're doing pretty good, and that's exactly the case of Coach McDonald. Uh, and and now you just put the next guy in through the pipeline. It can energize you as a team as well because it's a new perspective. It gives the guys a, a new energy sometimes coming in when someone else takes over on one side of the ball or the other. So it's just kind of the normal evolution in the NFL. And I know that Coach Harbaugh is well situated to, uh, to fill in the gaps. Coach, we were just talking uh, prior to bringing you on about uh, Leslie Frazier joining Mike McDonald's staff as kind of that advisor, a guy that's been there, done that. Zach Orr, he's never been a defensive coordinator anywhere. If you were a head coach, would you consider bringing in a mind? We brought up Dean Pease, for example, as an advisor for Zach Orr. Yeah, that can be helpful. You know, I'm, uh, the, the advisor capacity it depends on the individual and what exactly you're going to ask them to do certainly have a veteran voice, particularly for someone who maybe hasn't done it before, to, to be a sounding board to kind of help guide you towards uh, the process itself. Obviously, he's ready for the job, or Coach Harbaugh wouldn't have put him into that job. Uh, but to still have that, that uh, daily voice to be able to lean on and, and give you a perspective, it can be very, very helpful. You know, sometimes, and that's the big thing in the NFL right now, everybody seems to have senior advisors and guys to help in that regard that can get overblown sometimes because that sometimes means there's a lot of different voices uh, that the players may be listening to, but it can be very helpful to the coach to have someone of that, that kind of veteran uh, experience to, you know, be a sounding board for him. Coach Billick, I, I know that um, Bill Belichick would be entering his age 72 season. Um, and, and obviously, you know, that's an interesting sort of point in time in your career to be, a coaching free agent for the first time in what 25 odd years but will it be weird for you thinking of this league kicking off again next fall and him not being on the sidelines yeah kind of a you know uh, just like it's odd to look at the college landscape and not have Nick yes. Saban there. Yeah. I mean there, there's that kind of transition that goes on yeah coach Belichick 
you know, the amazing thing about Coach Belichick, you got to appreciate as people, many people know, of course, he has spent his entire professional life in the NFL. I mean, he came right out of college and was a quality control, I think, with the Baltimore Colts yes. as a volunteer quality control. So he's he's been a part of the NFL. It's been a part of his professional life, you know, basically from day one. Uh, and and uh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't resurface in some mm-hmm. capacity at 72. Um, you know, that that's a lot. I just turned 70, and, and the idea of the daily grind of being a head coach in the National Football League just sounds overwhelming to me. Uh, but obviously, it's it's what he loves. Uh, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't come back in in some capacity. We're speaking to Brian Bill. It gets inside access on the fan. Well, Coach, we're less than a week away from Super Bowl 58, Chiefs 49ers. Just uh, your initial look at this game. Well, you know, it's a pick game, it looks like, pretty much. And I think reasonably so. These are two excellent football teams. Both have a lot of resources. Both have a pedigree. Uh, and so it's going to be an interesting challenge. The, the thing I see, and I'm in Las Vegas now and going to be hitting Radio Row and, and talking about the game and the teams I understand are just getting in right now. Um, you know, the, the, there's going to be a lot of reasons that you can look at. I think the Niners are actually favored by a point and a half, if I remember correctly, uh-huh. which, which uh, I, I understand because they're a very talented team. But whenever you talk about it and you talk about, well, why will the 49ers win? The response is going to be the same. You know, it's, well, they got Chris McCaffrey, they're going to be able to run the ball. Yeah, but Kansas City's got Patrick Mahomes. Well, but then they can go vertical and they go Kittle and they got, they, they, you know, play action and, and Purdy's been throwing well. Yeah, but P- Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> well, that front four can put pressure on the guy and they, they can stop that run with just their standard spacing front. Yeah, but they got Patrick Mahomes. And that's going to kind of be the standard pat answer, I think, because that, that is the wild card. This guy is spectacular, what he was able to do in the, in the Baltimore game against a very good defense that obviously uh, was able to respond to, to a certain degree. But that, that really is the wild card because San Francisco does have the elements in place to challenge the Kansas City defense, uh, to hold up defensively as best you can against a, a, a Kansas City team, who now really the emphasis really more on the running game. That's the thing I'm going to be watching is if uh, Isaiah Pacheco can get cranked up mm-hmm. or if indeed San Francisco can handle them with just a standard spacing front, allow them to be more you know, more zone coverage, more trap coverages on the back end to see if they can limit Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift down the field. Uh, you know, that that's going to be an interesting combination for them. Did you just say Taylor Swift down the field, Coach? <laughs> sure. She's, she's a factor <laughs> of the game, right? I mean, oh, everywhere, oh, everywhere, everywhere Kelsey goes, she seems to go. So I, you better have a Taylor Swift defense in there someplace. <laughs> Speaking of, of musicians, I'm just selfishly curious. Have you seen the sphere yet? And how cool does it look in person? It is. It's spectacular. In fact, I'm looking at it right now out my window. And, it, of course, it's really overcast and, and, and rainy here right now. We're getting that California, you know, deluge that's now moving into Las Vegas. Um, and it's. I saw it last night. It is, it is spectacular. I've not been in it. Uh, but it's a spectacular, as is everything here in Las Vegas. This is, this is an incredible city. You've uh, been familiar with Coach Reed for a long time. If If he wins this game and you're now looking at everything he did in the NFC with Philadelphia and then really he like if if they win three of these things right and go to four this quickly with this quarterback that kind of feels like the first part of the Brady dynasty right it was that was kind of a dynasty in two parts but a little bit of a lull in between like where 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 do we start putting coach Reed in the tapestry of the best to ever do it especially if he wins this football game 
Oh, I think he's he's with as Ozzy would always say. He he he's in that cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he lives in that development. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, with what Andy's been able to do in two different that's the, that's the the, the 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 benchmark to me. You've done it with two different organizations, um, with with two different quarterbacks. Um, yeah, they've got it going pretty good. You know, the supposition is that everybody's rumoring right now that uh, if if uh, they win this, maybe Andy will step down. I I don't know that that's the case. He's got it going pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do reach your point. I you know remember. Jad, John Madden, when he left the game, obviously very, very early after only 10 years, but after a Super Bowl, and they said, well, how can you leave when you're you know, being so good? He goes, what am I going to do, win another Super Bowl? <laughs> you know, which kind of put it, in, which sounds pretty good, yeah. but it's, it's, it's like, okay, then what? Win another one? Is that, I mean, so it's, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if Andy is really focused on that. Obviously, right now, he's just focused on getting this one. Uh, whether he thinks the time in life to maybe to do some other things. But it'd be awful hard to walk away from a program, like you said, that's poised, particularly of Patrick Mahomes, to be good for, for quite a while here. And, and they're going to be in the conversation for quite a while. So I imagine it would be kind of hard to step away from that. Brian Billick, let the people know about Signal Relief. Amazing product. We talked about it before. You know, it's, it's a patch. Now, it's not, there's no ointment. There's no goo. You don't plug it in. It's based on electrical signals. But the thing I love about it, it addresses that prohibitive pain wherever it is. It's, uh, if I get off the golf course, it's on my lower back. If I get out of the pool, it's on my shoulder or my upper back. It, it helps, as we say, you put it between the pain and the brain that blocks those signals that allows you then to continue to work because motion is medicine. Continuing to work the motion, the, your shoulders, or, or your, I should say your muscles and your joints, that's where the real rehab comes from. It's an amazing product. It's reusable for up to a year. Like I said, you put it where you need it. And it's 100% money back guaranteed if it doesn't work for you. So people ought to check this out. It's it's a great device for people to deal with that prohibitive pain that we all do every day. Coach Brian Billick, always great. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy Vegas. All right. Sounds good. Coming up next, League at Large. Can the 49ers stop Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? We'll try to answer next here on The Fan. Inside access to the National Football League. NFL Insider, Jason Lockenfora, Ravens Insider, Ken Wyman. Joining us now, the former Hall of Fame coach, Bill Cower, Boomer Esiason, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, and the host of BFD. That's Baltimore Football Daily, Tim Barbalese. The League at Large. Sponsored by New Look Home Design. Need a new roof? Call New Look Home Design. Save 50% on roofing materials plus 0% financing until 2024. Visit newlookhomedesign.com or call 800-279-5300. La Fan. First and 10 from the Baltimore 19. Shotgun Mahomes pump and throw to the end zone. Handled by Kelsey for the touchdown. Mahomes, he's got the snap. He looks Mahomes, nothing open initially. The move by Mahomes, waiting, now darks to his right. Mahomes looking to flip it, he does, and it's caught by Kelsey! Over the middle, an excuse me pass for a first down. Yeah, he's one of those guys that he, he loves the challenge. I mean, all week, I mean, rightfully so, we heard about how great their defense was, um, and they were. I mean, they shut us out in the second half. Um, but for Travis, that's like, all right, what, what can I do against this great defense? Um, and so he, he has that mindset, and he led us like that. Every single practice, every single walkthrough, he was focused in. He was locked in, bringing energy. 
Um, and it makes my job a lot easier when you have a guy that's in that room, that tight end room, that receiving room, and he can lead those young guys and show them how we do and, and uh, lead us uh, to an ASC championship. Here are the highlights, uh, courtesy of Westwood One and then Patrick Mahomes after the game. And last we thought, saw Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey together. They finished with 11 catches yeah. for over 100 yards and a touchdown, nine in the first half. Can the 49ers slow this thing down? Good luck. You know, I, I would say right now, good luck. I mean, obviously we know he, he caught all 11 of his targets against the Ravens. Six different Ravens defenders were the primary with him in coverage at various points in time. Um, mostly corners and safeties, a, a smidge of linebacker. Didn't go great for anybody. Um, I feel like what's been lost in the whole, like, politica- politicization of his relationship is that th- whatever you want to say about this guy's regular season, if he does this one more time in the playoffs, this will have been one of his greatest seasons because mm-hmm. he's having another ridiculous postseason he now has 18 receiving touchdowns in 17 playoff games with Patrick Mahomes. He has over 1,500 yards receiving in the playoffs just from Mahomes. Um, he averages like 88 yards a game in the playoffs. He has a, at least one touchdown scored in every playoff game they've played like since they faced these guys in the Super Bowl the last time. Like... That's ridiculous. Come on. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is bonkers. And he was pretty much unstoppable in the first half against Miami when they needed him and against the Bills. And obviously, he was the only unstoppable force in their offense against the Ravens. So, yeah, I think the 49ers have their hands full. We know they have incredibly athletic Special linebackers, so, so do the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a Kyle Hamilton. They don't have that body type. Like They don't have a unicorn like that ranging around in their secondary. And their safeties, to me, are a little suspect. So, I think... I mean, they're, I think they're still giving you plus money on a Kelsey touchdown. I, I, I got it. in. Yeah. Like, I don't get it, you know? Like, Pacheco opened minus 133, and Kelsey opened, like, plus 115. And both of those have changed but you can't tell me he's not going to be force fed the ball in this football game I I think what's going to make the Chiefs offense even more dynamic in this Super Bowl is I think Pacheco is going to have a strong game because this 49ers defense has been bad in the postseason they have not been able to stop the run at all Detroit just rushed for over 180 yards on him Aaron Jones went for over 100 yards on him the week prior and Pacheco Look, he didn't do much against the Ravens, but he was banged up as well entering yes. that game. So I think the week off in between, I think Pacheco is going to run the ball really well. And they get Mike Joe Thune back, yeah, and yeah. that's going to help them running and, inside, and they run it inside as much as anybody since the middle of the season. And are if, you surprised the spread's sitting at shocked. one and a half? Two you can still get two and a half. You can still get two and a half on the Chiefs. Wow. If you shop around even a little bit. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um... It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, I I really like the Chiefs in this matchup, the, 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 even the closer we get. Jason, a couple notes. Uh, Steve Belichick has a new <laughs> job. He's out of the NFL. He's going to be the defense coordinator at University of Washington. Yeah, um, this will be interesting because uh, I don't think his daddy's going to take a consulting job there, so he'll kind of be sinking or swimming on his own for the first time. Um, 
Good luck. <laughs> uh, let's go uh, to the Commanders, and they made the announcement they're not bringing their offensive coordinator back. Is there going to be a job for... for uh... I'm not sure there's going to be an offensive coordinator job. I mean, a lot of people, because of the state of the Chiefs' offense for most of the year and their red zone issues, and that used to be an area that the enemy you know, did a lot of work on, like there was some thought, but like if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, he can't. I don't think Andy Reid's pushing Matt Nagy out. Like mm-hmm. I think Andy Reid will just do it himself. But like, is there a way to get Bieniemy back in there? Maybe, but I'm not sure that's where Eric Bieniemy really wants to go. Like that would really be a kind of a weird circle closing. He's owed one more year's worth of salary in Washington. Um, look, Eric Bieniemy's future might be in the college game as yeah. well. There was a point in time where his alma mater, Colorado, wanted him pretty badly. Uh, for their vacancy, this is way pre Deion Sanders. This is like time and open yeah. before that. Um, I they're, we're running out of seats at the offensive coordinator table. And one more note: it, when we went when we left air on Friday, it looked like Cliff Kingsbury was going to be the Raiders OC. He dropped out of that, and now he's the Commanders OC. Good luck. I mean, the the air raid thing in the NFL. I, I think we kind of it is what it is. Like I. I he had the perfect clay to mold in Kyler Murray, who he knew as well as anybody. And they didn't exactly make beautiful music together. So, and the Dan Quinn hire to me is very uninspired. I think a lot of Commander fans feel that way. Yeah, I think uh, Cordell's guys are in trouble. The best case for them is they get the right quarterback and the quarterback shows out. And then you blow these guys out and hopefully get the kind of people you wanted to get this year, next year, with the quarterback established as... He looks more like a C.J. Stroud than a Bryce Young. Coming up next, we'll get back to the Orioles. They traded for Corbin Burns last week. In that trade was pitcher D.L. Hall. D.L. Hall joins us next here on The Fan. We're giving up a lot of long-term talent and also uh, a couple players that were going to contribute to the 2024 Orioles. So, I mean, this is a risky move, but it lined up for both sides. I think lost in the fan excitement of the Corbin Burns trade is the other side of it, and that's what you give up as Michael Elias, the GM of the Orioles, just mentioned at the press conference. And one of the guys going to Milwaukee in the Corbin Burns trade is joining us now on the WGK Law guest hotline. It's pitcher D.L. Hall. And D.L., thanks as always for joining us. I guess let's start with this. How did you find out about the trade? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And what was your reaction? Uh Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, great you. to be here. Um, so I was actually riding in the car and uh, got a call from Mike. Um, I didn't answer it because I had family in the car. I said, I'll call him right back. I was about to be home in like 30 seconds. And I get a text from him that, you know, told me to call him ASAP. And once I got that text, I knew, you know, something had went down. Didn't know exactly what, but I was like, oh, well, something's happening. And uh, <clears throat> he told me the news and uh, – yeah, it was kind of just spent that night trying to, uh, you know, process everything. <laughs> well, you, you have had a little bit of a chance to sort of marinate on it now, and it, it obviously is going to be a great opportunity for you. But I'm guessing you've heard from Nick Vespi and Grayson Rodriguez. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you've had a chance to talk to a lot of the guys that you literally grew up with in this organization with. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've talked to all the guys, uh, you know, obviously bittersweet leaving all uh, – all my brothers behind, but, um, you know, I look forward to, like you said, it's a great opportunity for me. Uh, it's a great team, a uh, great organization. Um, so I'm super excited. Um, but obviously, you know, not easy leaving all your, all your buddies that, uh, you came up with. You are heading there, of course, with Joey Ortiz. Uh, have you talked to him since the news went down? What's your relationship with Joey? Yeah, me and Joey played together the last two years. Um, and, you know, outstanding player obviously so i'm super excited to you know have that guy playing behind me um he's an incredible defender incredible bat so you know i'm super excited for that uh we got to talk over over the weekend a little bit and uh you know he's kind of feeling the same way you know obviously it's bittersweet but we're both super pumped and excited for uh for the opportunity in milwaukee we're talking to dl halt inside access here on the fan dl was a small sample size in the postseason but you were absolutely filthy coming out of the bullpen uh talking to the brewers do you expect to start relieve where where's your mind on that um you know i think you kind of got to let the, you know, chips fall into place, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to plan on starting and, uh, I think their plan is for me to start as well. So, uh, I look forward to, uh, you know, giving it a shot and, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, showing a a bunch of people that I can uh, start in the big leagues. What does it mean to you? The, the fact that like, I mean, you were, you were a key piece in a trade for a guy who's won a Cy Young award. You know what I mean? Like a guy who Corbin burns his body of work, the last four years is really second to no one. I mean, do you take, I would imagine you do take some pride in that. Like, you know, they went out and got one of the few real studs they could possibly get. Otherwise, you know what I mean? You'd, you'd still be here. Yeah, I, I think, uh, there's you know, definitely a lot of weight with that. Um, you know, it definitely makes you feel, uh, you know, appreciated and stuff. And Milwaukee's done a great job, um, you know, and, and, and letting me know that they're excited and, and everything so yeah it's definitely huge to know that you know your name is brought up with a guy like that and uh i'm sure it's the same way with joey um so yeah it's an unbelievable opportunity and, and it's nice to uh to know that they, that we hold some value to them 
And DL, you kind of have a unique perspective of the entire rebuild for this Orioles team. You got drafted by the prior regime, and you know Orioles lost a ton of games early on. But then for you to come in and and experience uh, postseason action, winning a hundred games last year, just what are some of your top memories of your time with the club? Yeah, obviously, you know you know dating all the way back to you know when I was an 18 year old kid just uh you know getting drafted by that organization and and just being uh given the chance to call myself a professional baseball player so you know I'll always be thankful for that um and for for Baltimore and the the city and the fans um for taking me in as a young kid and um yeah just you know all the way back to the, the playoffs just being with those guys um, you know, that seems like we were in a deep, dark hole, you know, three years ago, um, four years ago, uh, to to be able to be there and, and witness and be a part of uh, last year and, and going that far and, and just seeing our young core group uh, get to be a part of it is obviously a very special moment and uh, something that I'll, uh, you know, always hold near to my heart. Um, you you did get to spend a lot of time in the state of Maryland, right? I mean, you you even Frederick, right? Who's no longer yeah. affiliated anymore. Um, what are some like? Did did you grow to like this area? Um, are there parts of it you like more than than others? Are you a steam crab guy now for life? Uh, any of this rub off on you? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd say a lot of it. I I became a uh, you know a full fledged Maryland guy. I'd come up there to hunt. Um, even in the off season and stuff. So, you know, I was up there in the Northeast a lot and just, you know, obviously I never had a crab cake before I was drafted by Baltimore. Um, now it's probably one of my favorite meals on earth. Um, never was a big seafood guy, fell in love with Jimmy's and, uh, you know, also the ownership of there, just great people. And I, uh, yeah, so I, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that I can take, uh, from Baltimore and Frederick and Salisbury, uh, you know, all the way down. So it was definitely a, a place that I started to call home for sure. Well, DL spinning it forward, uh, you're joining a club that won their division, the NL Central last year. They have a ton of really talented players there. Uh, what are you looking forward to most? Any uh, player over there that you're really looking forward to meeting, interacting with? Uh, yeah, you know, they like you said, they have a they have a super good young group. Um, I did, you know, obviously I did a little bit of homework just like, you know, kind of seeing what was going on. You know, they've won, I think, five of the last seven years they've won their division. So that's exciting, super exciting. Um, you know, I, I know Terang and uh, Mitchell and uh, and then I played against, you know, all their, their AAA guys uh, when I was in AAA last year. So, you know, don't know them personally, but know the names and know the talent. And obviously I'm super excited. Um, they have a great young group, you know, very similar, I feel like, to the Orioles. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited about that. We're talking to D.L. Hall. It's Inside Access here on The Fan. You were talking about your love for the food here. What do you know about the Milwaukee food scene? Sausage. Do you like bratwurst? <laughs> do you uh, like cheese? Where are you on these things? So, so I actually, funny story, I looked up uh, what, you know, Milwaukee was famous for, and it said bratwurst, cheese, <laughs> beer, and Harley Davidson. So I was like, <laughs> I guess I got a lot like sausage and uh, and cheese. So I'm I'm a I like sausage dogs. So <laughs> <laughs> no, you're 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 in good shape there. What what was your conversation like with Mike Elias? Um, 
you know, uh, and have you have you had a chance to talk to like Matt Blood or you know anybody else in this organization who kind of you know helped you on your journey? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, when I spoke with Elias, um, you know, it was obviously tough. Uh, um, you know, can't speak for him, but uh, you know, I, I think that you know it was definitely um, you know we, we've been we, I've known Mike since I was in high school. He recruited me. Mm-hmm. When, scouting director with Houston and he's always uh you know been a big fan of mine and and uh liked me as a player uh so I, I think it was definitely you know harder for both of us because we it seems like we've uh you know known each other since I was in 10th grade so um definitely tough but yeah I, I've spoken with uh, a few other uh people you know Hyder and uh and some of the other coaches that I that I came up with in the minor leagues and uh you know, obviously a lot of bittersweet, bittersweet feelings, but everybody is super excited for me as well and, um, you know, rooting for me to, to do well and, and move on. Well, D.L., I think I can uh, speak with my co- speak for my co-host here. Well, well, the three of us are going to be rooting for you. Absolutely. We're, we're going to miss you, but uh, uh, continued success to you, and hopefully we'll see you shine in Milwaukee and, and not too much cheese, okay? <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. No, thank, thank you. you. And uh, thank you, Baltimore. Yeah, go kick some ass out yeah. there. And thank you uh, for always coming on with us over the years. It's Appreciate been great it. watching you rise. Yes, sir. No problem. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. That's D.L. Hall of the Milwaukee Brewers. Coming up next, they trade D.L. Hall. They trade Leaves George. a hole in the Molly's gang. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Those, are, those are big <laughs> boots to yeah. fill, big hunting boots to fill. There's an opening for Molly's. Well, I don't know. Yes, who, who yeah. do you, I don't have to think about who fits the bill. Maybe it's a six-pack. Yeah, who are the bone, six? Bone cut from the same cloth. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's bone not, for that's Molly's? Not my yeah. <laughs> that's not my lane. Uh, well, I thought Austin Hayes did. Come he's already kind of already in. I think he's already like a veteran member. It was Hayes, Grayson, D. DL and Gunner. 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 It was the Ford, the yeah. Fearsome Ford. So so yeah. Who takes the spot? Do we think Corbin Burns, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one year guy. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Molly's yeah. might want to be. I think they kind of like a little bit yeah, younger. Have, no, they want to marry good. rather than date. You might know? be a different price point, also. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I don't want to speak for Molly's. Well, I mean, you said. <laughs> Who am I to fall people well, to speak yeah, for Molly's? Yeah. I'm just saying there's yeah. a hole in the yes, Molly's there's gang. There's a hole in the Molly's gang. We need to we need to fill that hole immediately. ASAP. Down on the farm. Orioles still have the top farm system in baseball. We'll discuss next here on the fan. Inside Access. A deep dive into the future of the Baltimore Orioles. Down on the farm. Sponsored by Royal Farms. Now featuring new spicy chicken bites. Here's Ken Wyman on the fan. Here's the next. And he drills it. Deep out to left field. Martirano back. Kobe Mayo says goodbye, Richmond. A walk-off solo home run in the ninth. And the Bowie Bay Sox are winners once again. 3-2. Eston Kerstad cranks one. Deep right for his first major league hit. A no-doubt tape measure shot. How about that for a first major league hit? Well, the, the offense has is, is, uh, been terrific. I mean, I, I've talked about it enough, but just so great uh, the spot that he's in right now, uh, given the history. Uh, he's doing great. We're, we're, we're talking about you know what to do with him next. Some highlights, and then Mike Elias talking about the offensive firepower on the farm. And uh, despite the loss of Joey Ortiz and D.L. Hall, the Orioles still, by all accounts, Jason, the number one farm system in all of baseball. Uh, yeah, it's, it's still not even really close. You know, Baseball America, Fangraph, some of the other publications have come out and sort of, you know, reconfigured their numbers after the trade. 
and they all still say this is the consensus number one um, farm system in baseball. And and the reality is whether you're looking at our buddy Kylie McDaniel, who does it for ESPN, or you're looking at Keith Law, who does it for The Athletic, or you're looking at Baseball America, or you're looking at Fangraphs or Baseball Prospectus, even with D.L. Hall, who, who for some of these publications didn't have prospect status anymore, yeah, they yeah. all kind of determined it differently, and Ortiz, who did, even with them out of the mix, you're, you're looking at, with most of these publications, at least six um, top 100 prospects still in this farm system. And none of them had Hall or Joey Ortiz as a top five prospect here already. So you still have all that potential trade collateral, right? Those assets. The two you traded, we know here, one was a relief pitcher here, and the other one was probably a utility guy here, Mm -hmm. right? At least for this year, where a 100-win team is trying to win a World Series. And... Like, if let's just take baseball perspectives, who I think people don't talk about as much. They're subscription only. I think they're super smart. You know, they have Jackson Holiday 1. They've got Sam Basayo 13. They've got Kobe Mayo 15. They've got Heston Kerstad 41. They've got Colton Kowser 50. Enrique Bradfield Jr. 82. So you're still talking about six of the top 82 prospects in baseball after this trade with baseball perspectives. Keith Law, I found it interesting. He had Enrique Bradfield also, I think, in the 80s. 60s. 64. 60s, I'm sorry, yeah, 64. It's Fangraphs who has him in the 80s. Baseball America doesn't have him in yet, but he's someone who, if he hits even a little bit, this is someone who by midseason is going to be maybe not just top 50, maybe top 20, um, top 25 prospect in baseball. Everybody seems to think Sam Basayo, whether you have him at 10, like Baseball America, mm-hmm. I think Law had him at 20. 20. Prospectus has him at 13. I think Fangraphs had him in the teens. Because of how close some of the guys in the top five are to the major leagues, Sam Basayo by midseason could very well be the number one prospect in baseball. If he picks up at double A where he left off and he's still a teenager and he shows he can catch, like he's going to stay at catcher. Mm-hmm or could at least stay a catcher, you're talking about the potential number one. So it, I don't want to say it didn't even make a dent. It it didn't make a big ding. No. Like the, it made the kind of dent that you could take a little like crab mallet and resurface yourself. You don't have to take it to Mako. Like you don't even have to take it <laughs> down the block. You know what I mean? Like it, it really, they still have a surplus. They're still overflowing, you know? And, and when you look, I think, I don't know about Judd Fabian, but like I think Beavers is going to have a big season, and I think Beavers will get to AAA by probably Memorial Day. And if he does at AAA what he started doing at AA, then he's, he's not, not a top one hundred now. He'll be in top seventy five by oh, the middle of the season. Let me ask you this, Jason, just your opinion, because I was thinking about it while you were talking about Pasayo, and, and it reminded me of Carlos Delgado who came up as a catcher, and they immediately moved him, and they like if he stays here. He's not catching here. It, it, could you see him move to, to a corner infield or, or like well, first base or outfield? I would just say the way that these guys value positionless people and the way they think of the DH, right? They don't want, like we had Dan Conley. Right? Yeah. He doesn't think they would go J.D. Martinez yeah. because that's just a bat and he's just a DH bat or a pinch hit bat. Mm-hmm. Like, why couldn't you just conceive of the whole idea of backup catcher a little different? Mm. Like, why can't Sam Basayo? catch 30 games a year, 
play 30 games at first base, play 30 games at right field, 40 games DHing. Like why why like why like why couldn't that? Now I don't know how that math works with Mayo and Herstad and some of these other guys who are limited to most likely now right side of the infield outfield type guys. And I don't know who else falls away. But the bat is so special and it's not even just the bat and the raw power. Like I I saw him when he first went to high A and it's the most he's ever struggled and I love the way he struggled because like he he didn't struggle chasing. Like he and when he rolled over on a pitch that he just missed like he knew it and he was immediately frustrated with himself and the next at bat he was going to do a whole bunch of things but he wasn't going to roll over again and he wasn't going to strike out. Like it, he he's so advanced for so young and being so big, and usually those kids are just starting to figure their body out. Like they're just starting to get comfortable with these long levers and this, you know, huge torso. And for him already to have the mind beyond the body, the body hasn't even caught up yet. Like I, I, I just think the potential's through the moon, and you find a way to get him his 650 plate appearances, and who cares where it is? But like he's already playing. He's doing what Adley did. He's already playing first base yeah. two or three times a week. <laughs> Excuse me. I think he's athletic enough, especially in Camden Yards. I think right field in Camden Yards, he could handle. Um, yeah, and DH, whatever. I mean, these are these are good problems. First to have. world problems, great problems. But to have. I, I can't imagine. Like he's got to be Jackson Holiday. I'm not even going to talk about because he's probably going to start in the major leagues. They're not trading major leaguers mm, off no, of one hundred no, no. team. Like. I think Basayo is probably the closest thing to an untouchable in this organization. Coming up next, we switch to football. Longtime Baltimore sports columnist John Eisenberg. The new book is called Rocket Men. He joins us next here on The Fan. Inside Access. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 